Hello and welcome to the Gospel Everyday Podcast, following along with the Mariner's Church Annual Read. There is unlimited grace for us today, no matter what happens because of who Jesus is and what he has done. I'm Aaron Kerr, your host for today. Today we're looking at Proverbs chapter 1, verse 28 and 29. Then they will call me, but I won't answer. They will search for me, but won't find me, because they hated knowledge and did not choose to fear the Lord. Now, I don't know about you, but when I read this, it can sound really harsh. Like, when I'm in a bind and I'm calling out to God, is he going to hide himself from me? No. That's why we always look at the context. If you were to read earlier in this section of Proverbs, you'll notice up at verse 22, we find that the me referred here isn't God, it's wisdom. See, wisdom won't help everyone who calls on wisdom unless they've already been demonstrating these two postures mentioned in verse 28 and 29. A love of knowledge and a choice to fear the Lord. Loving knowledge and choosing to fear the Lord. Now, it's not just any kind of knowledge. It's knowledge from God. Knowledge of how his good rule and reign in the world is played out. And it's a choice to fear the Lord. Now, some of us, when we read fear the Lord, we wonder, gosh, is God, you know, wanting to terrify me? Well, that phrase is actually a description of a sense of awe and reverence. And so someone who is wise over someone who is foolish is someone who actually loves receiving knowledge from God and actually chooses to have an attitude of awe and reverence for God, a worshipful heart. So we get the point that wisdom is calling out to us through the noise of our life to benefit from it, but the foolish ignore it reject it, fail to practice it in the daily habits of life. And so hating knowledge in Proverbs is ignoring what God says about his created order of the world. And see, without a posture of humility and awe towards God, we're going to ignore that wisdom. And isn't that true when you think about it? We tend to listen more to people we respect, people of proven experience. That's why Proverbs talks about this attitude has to be in place before wisdom can be received. So that's why Tim and Kathy Keller, I love what they say here, is that wisdom is basically different than acquiring knowledge. It needs to be cultivated through this right attitude and application in life's daily decisions. We can't get wisdom instantly. Like when we need something, we hop onto our phones and and go to Amazon Prime and, you know, gosh, within one or two days, it actually arrives on our doorstep. If we're waiting for wisdom to just arrive in the moment where we need it the most, it doesn't happen like that. And the scripture is warning us and challenging us and really encouraging us to take a longer view. You know, it's it's reminds me of a story a, a number of years ago uh, about running. How many of you guys actually love to run? I know some of you do. And at times in my life, I did it, but I did it just to be in shape or try to get into shape. And only over time though, did I find I actually enjoyed it. But I remember many years ago, a friend of mine was signed up to do a half marathon, okay? 13 plus miles. And he called me one day, only two weeks before the event. He couldn't do it. I don't remember why, but he said the entry fee was so much, he didn't want it to go to waste. And so he said, do you want to run in it for me? And I said, oh my gosh, are you kidding me? Why would I want to do that? The race was only two weeks away. I didn't, I hadn't been running. 
I wasn't prepared to run a half marathon. So of course, what did I say? Sure. My pride got the best of me. You know, I was in decent shape, but not in running shape. So my goal was literally just to survive. So how did it go? You ask? It wasn't pretty. I mean, with three weeks to, or two to three weeks to train, I think it was two weeks. I did it, but literally the last 11 miles out of the 13 were the worst. <laughs> but what did I learn? I didn't win any trophies, <clears throat> didn't set any speed records, but I finished. I had enough of a base that when the challenge came, I could draw on those resources. In a far more profound way, wisdom is developed over time. It's developed over the daily opportunities and decisions that we have to make while we are taking in the knowledge of God, while we are posturing our hearts with a sense of humility and reverence before him to say, I don't have this all figured out. I want to learn from you, Lord, and how does your word impact this particular situation in my life? And if we don't do that, we might find ourselves missing out on the hard-won habits of wisdom, as Tim and Kathy Keller describe from this verse. So how do we do this? Well, like what you're doing right now. You know, we're doing this annual read together. We're, we're listening. We're, we're trying to take in this knowledge. Good for you. We can also do this through reflecting in prayer and asking God, would you search me, O God, and know my heart, test me and know my anxious thoughts. See if there is any offensive way in me and lead me in the way everlasting. We can do this through journaling. We can do this through processing through problems or relationships or challenges with a group of other Christians that are walking through life trying to follow God as well. Now, the way doesn't matter as much as finding a way that works for us. So when you and I are confronted with a challenge, a situation or a problem or a tragedy in our life, our response, because we've been doing this daily walk with God to become more wise, we might find ourselves in that situation operating with a little bit more wisdom because of what God is teaching us on the journey. So, for example, you know, let's say um, I, I, I need wisdom because I'm, I've been fighting off the temptation to overreact when a friend says something that was really hurtful for me. Or I've practiced the discipline of listening first over time before I react out of emotion and anger. This is an example of, of how wisdom over time starts to help me become more patient and less reactive. Or, or maybe taking God's wisdom and applying it to my finances, you know, and, and giving and, and saving. And, and man, when things get tight due to a job loss or a transition, I've been already practicing these disciplines. And, and so it's not too late. And these are just examples of practicing habits of wisdom in, in two areas, but there's all kinds of areas that God wants us to benefit from his wisdom. So this might seem a little bit obvious, but man, isn't it easy in the busyness of our world uh, that to reflect, to um, study God's word, to, to learn from others, we can kind of deprioritize that. I think today is a great reminder. No, no, what you're doing right now is so valuable. And, and it might not seem like it's paying off right now, but over time, over the long haul, over the forward lean of your life, that wisdom will start to 
show up in all kinds of ways. Why? Because you are loving knowledge, knowledge from God, and you are cultivating this fear of the Lord. So let me ask you this. Where might God want to offer you some wisdom right now? Maybe you're a little resistant to hear it. What's holding you back? Or maybe you never looked up what God might say about a particular area in your life that you haven't really been looking for wisdom from him before. What if a little discomfort now to obey his word could pay off big time in the future? What could that actually look like? Where is wisdom calling out to you over the noise? Is it in your approach to your dating, a big decision coming up, or maybe it's the interaction with a a difficult family member, or maybe it's your social media tone or your finances, whatever it might be. Here's an action I'd love for you to consider. Maybe this is the moment you've finally needed to say, God, I need your help. So I want you to take a moment and consider doing two things. One, pick one area in your life that you want to trust God with today that you haven't been. Pick one area. And then number two, I want you to pray right now and ask God to help you apply his wisdom to that area this week. I know he wants to develop wisdom in you and me today. So let's pray together. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your wisdom. You are good. You have our best interest in mind. You don't want us to delay in gaining knowledge of your word. You want us to have a posture of worship and awe towards you. And so we ask God that you would help us in that. We acknowledge our sin at times of being independent and wanting to do things our way. We tend to mistrust you, Lord. Would you forgive us of that? Would you free us by your overwhelming love through Jesus? Would you help us today to choose your wisdom in this one area of our life today? Help us to trust your word over our own and start to practice it this week. Thank you. In Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks so much for allowing us to be a part of your day. Please be sure to subscribe and share. You can tune in tomorrow for fresh new content. And remember, no matter what happens, there is unlimited grace for us today because of who Jesus is and what he has done. For questions about service times and more, you can access all information about Mariner's Church by downloading the Mariner's app at your favorite app store, visiting the website at marinerschurch.org, or by finding us on Instagram, Instagram handle Mariner's Church. Until next time, have a great day.